You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa. Everywhere you want to be. The official partner of the NFL. Okay, I'm going to say something today, and it's my opinion and my opinion only. Okay? This is Tony Wiggins with the Jacksonville Jaguars report from Locked On Jaguars. It's my opinion and my opinion only. I think the Atlanta Falcons opened the door for teams that tend to follow other teams' lead. The Atlanta Falcons followed. Uh, they they fired their coach and general manager. The Jacksonville Jaguars have been a team over the years that you know the social you know social messaging stuff in the off season. Notwithstanding, they've tended to wait. They they've been slow to move on things. I think the Atlanta Falcons situation has created an opportunity for the Jaguars to do something that they uh, have been hesitant to do. Okay. If the Jaguars look ugly on Sunday against Detroit and they lose against a bad team, I think the door is open for Dave and Doug to be fired. Dave uh, Caldwell and Doug Marone, I think the door is open for them to be fired. And sometimes you have to wait when you're the Jaguars to do things because that's what you tended to do in the past. But I think it's very highly likely that it could happen. And you can get this every day here because Locked On Jaguars is your team every day here and subscribe on Google Podcasts. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. And I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to show you why, and I'm going to give you a a bigger reason for that opinion. But first I want you to hear something. I want you to hear Doug Marone in his own words when explaining – First of all, I tweeted the other day, finally, that's it, fire them all. With the play with James Robinson, which happened after a key critical turnover in a game that was still close and winnable for Jacksonville. And on fourth down, they put Gardner Minshew out wide, James Robinson, the running back, the rookie running back, at running back. And he appeared to be ready to throw the ball to the short side of the field. And I thought it was the most god-awful call I'd ever seen. It got off a formation. You telegraphed it. You got a basketball team playing wide receiver. You take the ball out of Minshew's hand and you put it in the hand of a rookie who, while he has great vision, hasn't shown us anything about being able to throw a football. And I want you to hear Doug Marone's not only – he's not just talking about that play. He didn't even mention that one specifically. But he did talk about red zone offense and what – and how they view red zone offense. And the transparency that I've always told you about when it comes to these guys that you like, but at some point you get tired of hearing. Listen to Doug Marone when he was asked about their struggles in the red zone. Yeah, I think, you know, Gene, I think 
You know, that's a good question. And, you know, it's, it's one that we'll, you know, we'll look at to see what we want to get done. I mean, you know, during the week, you know, basically we, we were, we had packages where obviously when we're in two minute or we're going fast and things of that nature, we had Chris in there, you know, on third down, we had Chris to take some of the load off of James, you know, and not put too much on him too early. Um, but I think, I think we'll look at that. I think the philosophy, you know, it changes, you know, week by week, you you know, it's easy to stand up here and say, hey, listen, I, you know, you like to, you know, be able to run the ball in the red zone. Most teams, when you do, you know, when you chart their history, most teams that have some ability to run the ball there, um, you know, they, they have success. And a lot of teams that have, you know, um, elite playmakers, you know, have success down there. We feel like we have some good playmakers on the perimeter. Um, we feel like we can run the ball. We just really haven't put it all together. I think where where I've always struggled as as a when I was game planning, you know, I always struggle from that you know that four or five yard line in, you know, because what you have to deal with there is you got to deal with a lot of checks, you got to deal with a lot of different situations of, you know, either they're all coming, you know, and it's cover zero, or they're all covering, you know, you don't you you get one or the other, so you but you have to always have two plays in there, what you want to do and what you want to go to. A lot of times they'll take away the first read and you got to get to, you know, you got to buy yourself some time and be able to get to some secondary, um, you know, you know, progressions or third progressions going through. That's why whenever you see a lot of those backline throws, things of that nature, that's where it's going to. So I think there's a lot that goes into it. I, I felt really good about our red zone, you know, prior to this game. I thought we were doing a nice job. I didn't think we took advantage of, uh, you know, maybe some of the situations that we had, and we probably all could have done a better job there. Those words uh, from Doug Marone are courtesy of jaguars.com, and we thank them for that. Now tell me if that answer is good enough for you. Tell me if you're Shad Khan or whoever has to make the decision. If that answer is good enough for you as a fan, but if it's good enough for you as an owner, that that sounds like a decisive person after three years as a coach here, that has a plan to attack and make sure. And tell me if that person, if you're confident that that person can relay that confidence to his players. You can get it every day here, man. I'm going to kick it real to you here and subscribe on Google Podcasts because we're here every day because this is your team here on Locked on Jaguars. All right, so, man, I'm going to use these words and I'm going to explain to you why my confidence and this team is so low, and why, why basically I do believe that there's an opportunity here. And why does the opportunity exist, and what's, what's unique about it now? Uh, and why does it differ, or why does it differ from any other time that these moves could have possibly been made? Uh, it hasn't been done yet, obviously. I don't have any, any um, I, don't, I don't have any information that, you know, it is going to happen or that things are imminent. However, you, you know, at some point, at some point you have to start looking for signs, right? At some point you have to start looking for signs. You're not going to get any from the owner, you know, because you're not going to hear from him. You're not going to get any from uh, Tony Khan. But I do believe that as fans and, and, and as some people in the media, there's some things that you need to start being able to point to that if something's going to happen, it could possibly happen. So I'll go through that, and I'll do all of that stuff here in just a minute on Locked On Jaguars. 
I first have to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, I've been telling you for over a year now, is a family-owned and operated business online where you can get the cheapest auto parts, the most uh, reliable auto parts, and accessories for any vehicle that exists. That's right. Great auto parts, reliable auto parts at the most wonderful prices, all at rockauto.com in a time where we really need to be uh, safety, ha- safety needs to be a priority, saving money needs to be a priority, and professionalism needs to be, be a priority. RockAuto.com will take care of all of that for you, just like they have done for me and my family on several occasions. Uh, go to RockAuto.com and on the box where they said, how do you hear about us? You make sure you put locked on in that box, and that establishes that relationship. They know that we sent you. You're going to get taken care of like family, man, and trust me. You'll be telling your family about it and tell all of your friends about rockauto.com, the best place for parts and accessories in the world. Okay, man, so we're back here on Locked uh, Locked on Jaguars on a Tuesday, and uh, uh, I'm the Turk today, all right? I'm T-Wig the Turk. I'm sitting here with my pink slips. And, you know, I don't like doing this. I don't like to do, doing this because I don't like anybody doing it to me, right? You know, nobody, you know, wants to tell anybody that they're not good enough to do uh, their job anymore. But football is a psychological business. It's a performance business, but it's also a psychological business. You're, you're asking 53 people to put their bodies through a lot of work, okay, to live in a microscope. I mean, I'm sorry, they live in a, a fish aquarium. And, it, and they're voluntarily doing it because they're getting paid a lot of money. And, and trust me, it's not like you're asking them to go walk, walk through a minefield every day. But you're encouraging them to, 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 to have a car wreck every play. Even when it feels like they can't keep going, you're motivating them. You're telling them to stay the course. And, and there's a lot of pressure involved in athletics. And, you know, they're, they're gladiators. This is what they do. So a lot of it's psychological. So they have to believe you, Right. They have to believe you. They have to believe in you as a leader. So a lot of times when we attribute whether or not a coach has, quote, unquote, lost the locker room, we attribute that to whether or not they don't like him or whether or not he's not a disciplinarian or uh, whether or not the, you know, the subordinates are running, are running the house. That's, that's not always the case. Sometimes it becomes a situation where, you know, yeah, we like you, dude, but we don't think you're the guy. Or we like you, but we just don't trust what's going on. So I start listening to coaches. And when you start listening to coaches, and I've told you guys over and over again, this one thing for me to hear Todd Wash or Doug Marone be accountable and say that was on us, because that, that goes a long way towards credibility. And it goes a long ways towards your players saying, look, He's standing up for us. He's standing tall for us. Between, He's a buffer between us and the media, a buffer between us and the players, and we like that. But it's another thing when they come out and they get specific and they talk about game plan and what they try to do and what they don't try to do, and, and, and it's like over and over and over and over again. And then it starts to become obvious when other people that know the game start questioning those same things, right? And more and more what you're hearing is, well, what we try to do. Well, we tried this and we tried that and it just didn't work and we have to execute better. And here's what, what you just heard in that clip that I just played for you? 
You, you just heard a guy that's unsure. He says, what I've always struggled with. Well, everybody struggles with it. But why are you struggling with it? it, it you're either struggling with it because your personnel isn't good enough or you're struggling with it because, you, you, you know, people are scheming you up. Do folks have that same problem when it comes to you scoring against you? When you look around the league, does Andy Reid approach it that way? Does, does Todd make, uh, you know, does, does, does McVay, Coach McVay out? No, not Todd McVay. Does Sean McVay approach it that way? Are they always in attack mode? Do they believe they're going to score every single time? I watched the game, you know, you know, tonight between uh, or last night between Drew Brees. Did did they believe they were going to score? Did Russell Wilson, when he got the ball on his own five or six yard line, think he was going to struggle? Did he believe he was going to struggle? Did Pete Carroll not think that? See this, and and the reason why I say that, and I know there are a lot of people out there that are going to, well, those guys, you know, you're talking about. You're talking about Mahomes and you're talking about Reed and you're talking about Carroll and you're talking about exactly those are the teams that the Jaguars have to play. You, you see my point? That's who they have to play. That's who have, you have to convince your team you got to beat those people. That's it. That's it. At some point, you have to beat them. So. If at some point you go, well, eventually those guys will be gone and our guys will be the team that people are trying to beat. Right. You see? So that why, that's why you got to beat Houston and Deshaun Watson because that's why you got to beat Joe Burrow because you know what? While you're losing to those guys, those guys are developing the confidence that they're going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, that they're going to be the next uh, Russell Wilson. You know how they, they're figuring that out? Because they're beating you. They're winning. Justin Herbert, he lost the game, but guess what? He feels like he's on the he's the next guy now because he dueled it out last night, and they lost because their guy missed a field goal. He feels like he's up next. Okay? That's the point. You're either coming or you're not. You're either there, you're coming, you're going, or you're trying to figure it out, and the Jaguars are trying to figure it out. You don't believe me? I'll play you another clip. How come the offense plays well and the defense doesn't play well? Then how come the defense plays well and the offense doesn't play well? You ready to hear? How come they don't be they're not able to get stuff done? Listen to your coach. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things. I think, you know, I think you go back to situationally, you know, some of those third downs, you know, being able to get off the field. Um, you know possessing the ball more on offense, you know, and scoring. I think that, that, that helps to, you know, put a more pressure on the opposing team, um, you know, making, and just, you know, making plays at times. I thought, you know, yesterday, um, you know, Sydney made, made a lot of good plays. I mean, he had an interception. He almost had another one. He uh, defended four or five, you know, passes. I think, you know, those are the things which you're looking for to get yourself off the field. Creating turnovers, we created two. I thought there were two really good plays. A great hustle play by Jared Wilson, you know what I'm saying, coming over. And the great play by Sydney, um, you know, to do that. I think, you know, those are the things that, that, that you have to do um, and do it consistently. I think we've shown that we can do it at times, but we haven't put it all together because, you know, you look at those turnovers and you look at what we did offensively after those turnovers and we didn't really come up with anything. So, 
you know, you can't let that stuff uh, go. And I think that, uh, you know, playing, you know, for the full four quarters, I think, you know, last week, you know, the other day to score uh, is the score, but it doesn't, you know, it was a lot tighter than that, you know, and it was close and we had an tr- opportunity to get ahead. We weren't able to do that. And, um, you know, that's, that's what my focus is on now is that, you know, I think we're doing enough not to, like I said before, um, give the game away, but we're not doing anything to get the game, you know, in our favor. Those words uh, from Doug Marone are courtesy of jackwash.com, and we thank them for that. Now, you tell me, from what you just heard, confidence? After the break, I'll tell you why I believe, in my opinion, and I don't even, you don't even have to say get on the bus because it's a home game. This is me speaking. If the lowly Detroit Lions who are struggling themselves, whose coach may not have a job next year, if they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars Sunday, Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell should not leave TIAA Bank Field with a job. I'll tell you more on the other side. I talk so much about Built Bar, man. I know you guys know how much I love them, right? Well, I talked to the people over at Built Bar, and they had another product for me that I'm so excited to tell you guys about. It's called Built Go, okay? And this is about breaking down walls, man. This is about breaking down those barriers, those five. You know, when you need that energy during the day, about five good hours. Now, I was always wary about these five-hour energies and, and because I don't like crashing. I hate that feeling, right? But with Built Go, you don't crash. And you don't have to drink a big can of anything. It's an easy-to-take 1.5-ounce package. Tastes really well, too. You got peanut butter honey. You got chocolate coconut and chocolate mint. You know, it works well because it combines energy gel with collagen protein, all right? So you get Built Go, and Built Go gives you that energy. You don't crash after five hours. And it's just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful product. It helps your joints, your soft tissue, your hair, and your skin. All right, this stuff literally makes you look better as well. Visit builtgo.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you're gonna get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order at builtgo.com. Let's go! Knock those walls down. Okay, so. This is me talking. This is Tony Wiggins talking. It's time. It's time for things to change. And it is time for things to change with no connection from anything that happened from the time Shah Khan took this franchise over. And I know I said, well, after this game, why is the Detroit game so so significant? It's the Detroit game. It'll be a game after that, or it'll be a game after that. Here's why. Atlanta has shown you the way. The significance is, no, you're not going to be able to go and poach somebody's coach in the middle of the year. But there are a bunch of candidates out there that's going to have their eyes on things, right? Whether it's a young Joe Brady or whether it's a – a proven Eric Bieniemy, or whether it's Lincoln Riley or whether it's whoever, there are already guys that are going to have their eyes on everything. People aren't stupid. 
but there are also some young assistant general managers, right? And I'm talking about people that I have a great relationship with. This ain't personal. This ain't got nothing to do with them. They don't, they don't re-sign players. They cut and trade players all day so we can talk about them. This is what we do. And trust me, they don't take it personally. Unlike fans, when guys want money or guys say, hey, we want to leave and you don't want to be here. Okay, fine. Trust me, ain't nobody taking this personally. If I, if I get a phone call from somebody, they'll say, great job today on the podcast. That's all they're going to do, okay? Anybody going to get mad at me. And if they did, I wouldn't care, but they won't because that's how we roll. Okay, we're grown men on this side. But the thing is, is it's time. Atlanta is is now in full-fledged Raheem Morris, you're going to coach the team, but now we're hunting and we're watching. And, and Jacksonville needs to do the same. Where Jacksonville has a benefit is – Okay, Jay Gruden, go. Show me. Look what you got. You've been a head coach. McAdoo, now, you're not no longer – you can be the, you can duel as the quarterback coach and the assistant head coach on the offense and, and, and take over some of the, the, the game plan and the coordinator duties while Jay is the head coach. And I think that's why these guys were able to come here, why, why Ben McAdoo, who had been a head coach, took a double drop instead of going back to being a coordinator. That's probably why he did this because they saw they saw the chance that this might be able to happen this way. So Jay Gruden, guess what? Even if you don't get the job, if you show yourself approved, that helps you in the long run. That helps your resume that the rest of this year you did a really, really good job. Okay? That you did a really, really good job, that the team improved. Doug Marone was able to do it in two jobs as an interim coach. Raheem Morris is in the same situation right now. Let's see what you do. This is, this is like, show, show us what you got. How, how are you going to have this team looking? Ben McAdoo, show us what you got. You can now go from being a quarterback coach on a team that was losing. Well, you do this for the rest of the year, maybe both of you guys end up somewhere else as offensive coordinators. Not bad, right, considering even if you don't get the job, which I think, like I said, they need to totally start over. Of course, Todd Wash, yeah, you guys know how I feel about that. So this is like totally starting over. And what you guys have to understand is whoever it is out there, they're going to be looking at this thing going, they're going to be evaluating. People are going to evaluate. If I'm some young whippersnapper and it ain't going to be DaCosta up in Baltimore because he ain't leaving, obviously he, he's he got a new job now, you know, since Ozzy left, but – Whoever has this, they're going to be looking around. They're going to be, I'm telling you right now, Eric B. Enemy is going to be a darling in Atlanta if he goes to Atlanta. So that's going to be an uphill battle. That's going to be an uphill battle. He is going to be a darling if he goes to Atlanta. And if Atlanta ends up with the number one pick and they can bring Trevor Lawrence back home where he's from, you got to be kidding me. Right? They're going to, Eric B. Enemy is going to be beloved in Atlanta. So. You're looking at a situation where 2020 has been all about the coronavirus. We hope with the way things are, are, are appearing to progress, hopefully, and I've got my fingers crossed, that at some point there will be a sense of normalcy next year. So if you think that the beginning of next season there will be things will be more normal than they were or have been or a new normal or even maybe back to the old way, It'll be a new season with total, a totally new regime with a totally new attitude. Why? What, what better year than to start over? 
And what better point than start over? And what better point to get off to a good start than right now? Right now. Start searching and start looking right now. And whoever it's going to be, let them start taking a look right now. You got draft capital and you have you have salary cap space. Worst case scenario, you got a quarterback that can win you some games or who can be a very, very good backup in case you get a young guy who's not ready, right, a la Miami. He's not ready. And then you got a quarterback that's still on a rookie contract who even if he knows he's, 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 he's on a constant audition uh, to be traded or to just make sure he has a 12-year NFL career, it's, it's, it's actually a situation that's pretty attractive to a lot of people. That whole stigma of guys not wanting to play in Jacksonville goes away because whatever funk that was hovering over Jacksonville would be gone for whatever reason. Because like I said, it's not the city. It's not the air we breathe. It's not the water we drink. It's not the, it's not the grass. Whatever people talked about when they talked about Jacksonville as an organization, they're talking about the people that you're going to run out of here. That's what they're talking about. And they're talking about the, the attitude. Gut it. Gut it all now if they're going to lose. And I'm going to predict that's exactly what's going to happen. If somebody's smart, I'm telling you, if they get beat by Detroit, they need to fire everybody. This is as good a time as any. I don't care if they lose a, a close game. Finish it. And start over. Right now, what are you waiting for? Let's start the search. I don't care how long it takes. The first thing will happen is you have to get a GM. You have to get a GM. And you could likely get a GM before the year is over with. A lot of times, you know, even if a GM is it was with another team right now, you get him to come now, you know, at least towards the end of the season, or you can name him right now. And if he stays with his other team through, you know, just through the playoffs or, or through, you can name that guy now. And sometimes, you know, I, I don't know. I have to look into it and see if a guy has left. But you can do that now and let a guy leave now and, and come do that, right? This is my opinion and my opinion only. If they lose to Detroit, everybody's got to go. You can do it nicely, but it's time. It's also time for me to end this podcast today, man, but you can hear us here every day, your team every day, Locked on Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins. And follow us along on Spotify. You can uh, subscribe on iTunes and Apple and subscribe on Google Podcasts. Y'all keep taking care of each other, man. Sorry I had to come on here and pink slip everybody, but that's just the way it's got to be, and that's the way I feel, man. This is Tony Wiggins with the Daily Podcast here on Locked on Jaguars.